We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blue Wire. The Chicago Bulls select Kobe White. Levine with the runway! Welcome to Cash Considerations, a Chicago Bulls podcast. We're on the Blue Wire Network. We're brought to you by betonline.ag. I'm Ricky O'Donnell. I'm here, as always, with Jason Pat. Jason, we did it! Garpacks stripped of their power. They haven't been fired. Of course, that wasn't going to happen, but this seems like the next best thing from a realistic perspective. The Bulls finally, mercifully, have a new leading man in charge. How do you feel, Jason? Yeah, it was wonderful. Clearly, it was trending in that direction. Well, first of all, I guess yesterday was kind of a wild day in terms of this whole process. Because we know earlier this week they interviewed Justin Zanuck. Then we knew they were going to interview the guy who they're ultimately getting here, our Denver Nuggets general manager, Arturis Karnaschovas. I believe that's the correct way. We'll probably say it a million different ways moving forward here. I, I'm thinking about referring to him as like Artie or R2. Was I was on another pod, I think. Either way. And then we heard some names like Brian Colangelo. Like, are you kidding? And like Danny Ferry. Really weird stuff. But then after the, all that kind of madness uh, came out that, Karnaschovas had a second interview with even with Jerry Reinsdorf involved. So once that was happening, it was kind of clear that he was going to be the guy. And then Woj finally dropped that bomb late Wednesday night, like right before midnight, that the Bulls were indeed finalizing an agreement to make Arturis Karnaschovas the new executive vice president of basketball operations. That is John Paxson's current title. So yeah, he's going to be the new head man there. You mentioned Paxson Gar probably staying. Yeah, I mean, what it looks like is that Pax will probably be an advisory role. I know Joe Cowley had reported earlier this week that he might, that Paxson would consider basically like firing himself if the, the new front office wanted it. It does, based on the reporting out there, I know Casey was like, oh, Karnaschovas is uh, like, he values Paxson for like the experience he has and all that, whatever. Maybe he'll come out and actually fire them and get rid of them. But what it looks like right now is Gar Pax will still be around. You'll still have that kind of question hovering over, but still, it is good to have. A new main man. It's the first time since 2003. It's the first time they've gone outside the organization for a lead guy since I think Reinsdorf took over in like 85 or 86, something like that. So that's just kind of exciting. And obviously Bulls fans were just ecstatic on Twitter last night, ecstatic in general. Uh, Karnaschovas has a very strong resume coming from Denver. 
He's their GM under Tim Connolly. He's been there since, I believe, 2013. He worked for Daryl Morey with the Houston Rockets. Morey uh, tweeted out last night, and he had a comment this morning just calling him one of the best execs in the business, and he's great. That He's so excited that Artie's got this opportunity with the Bulls, so I mean, that's great. And he's just It seems like he's well-respected around the league. He obviously knows his... Uh, the international game, when the international scouting, he's supposedly played a big role in getting Nikola Jokic to the Nuggets. And obviously we know that Nikola Jokic is one of the best players in the league. A great find in the second round. Uh, the Nuggets in general, the last couple of years playing in a smaller market, they they kind of did their own rebuild after the, those solid teams, like after Andre Guadalla left and all that. They had a few down years, but the last couple of years, they've been one of the better teams in the West. Obviously we don't know just how much Karnaschovas like played a role there with Tim Connolly, but based on the stuff we've heard from Nuggets guys, and we will have uh, a Nuggets expert coming on in our next pod, TJ McBride. He's a fellow Blue Wire, Blue Wire guy. He'll be on in a couple days to give you more of an insight there. But from everything that I can tell, this is a really good hire. Like I said, I hesitate to call it like a total home run because we still don't know. Like everything here, the fact that Gar and Pax are still around, like stops it from being just like a total smash hit. But I mean, from what, everything I've seen, this is a great step in the right direction, and Bulls fans should be excited. I mean, again, this has been 17 damn years since Carpex or since Paxson has been running this front office. So to finally have a new guy in there to establish a new direction, a new vision for this front office, and it sounds like they're really going to try to modernize the front office, get bring a bunch of new hires in there. I saw Vinny Goodwill said that they're going to try to bring in a minority of color to be their new general manager because I know there was some uh, some grumbling around the league from African American executives because no one was really. Uh, interviewed for this big position. Um, for no no African-American execs were interviewed. There was Mark Spears on the Undefeated had some anonymous quotes there. So it looks like they're going to make that a priority, building out a diverse staff, a deep staff, building out the scouting. So that's really, really good. Ricky, I'm assuming you have a lot of these similar takes. Just what do you got? <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> we did it, Chicago. I think that's my main takeaway. I think we've seen throughout the coronavirus pandemic that the public can pressure rich people into being less shitty, and I don't think that this move happens if Bulls fans don't force it into existence. I think all of the public pressure on John Paxson and the harsh spotlight the franchise faced during All-Star Weekend was the main motivation behind this move. We did hear that Paxson was the biggest driving force behind getting a new person in charge. I think that's because Bulls fans made John Paxson hate his life. And you know what? Why not? John Paxson had the type of job security that no one in this industry has, led the franchise since 2003, made millions and millions of dollars, it was time for a fresh perspective. The Reinsdorfs couldn't bring themselves to fire him, so Paxson apparently is seemingly stepping aside, letting Karnaschovas lead the franchise, hire a new GM, like you said. Uh, bringing in more diversity was one of the main points I wrote in a story I just published on SBNation.com about four ways Arturos Karnaschovas can save the Bulls. Uh, I think that you know the more I hear about this, the more optimistic I become. Obviously, my initial reaction when the rumors started to leak about the Bulls front office overhaul was that it wasn't good enough. Like, we didn't want Garpax to be hidden. We wanted them to be fired. And the fact that the threat of them still hangs over the organization is a little bit scary. But what I'm taking away from all the reports over the last week, and I hope I'm not being conned or fooled into thinking this, is that Paxson is really just sick of everything and no longer wants the spotlight, no longer wants the pressure. 
Uh, I think there's a very obvious parallel in terms of what the White Sox have done with Kenny Williams. Now, it remains an open question of how much influence Kenny Williams wields within the White Sox organization. Uh, And remember, Paxson already took a promotion to a Kenny Williams-like position 10 years ago when Gar Foreman became the GM. So... I think there's still some questions in terms of how the hierarchy and how the structure of the franchise is going to look. But by all reports, this is going to be the AK show. He's going to hire a new GM, which is awesome. He's going to beef up uh, the entire organization in terms of scouting, front office, hopefully coaching staff. Can we finally get a damn shooting coach on this team? It's been years and the Bulls have still been behind in that regard. So uh, I am really excited. I don't feel a lot of conviction in terms of is Karnaschovas definitely the right hire uh I think that he's earned high marks around the league and that that's really promising uh and so why not like this is what I wanted the Bulls to do in the first place which is target GMs from successful franchises give them a bump up in pay give them a bump up in title and the Bulls did that with a guy who had been the Denver Nuggets GM the last three years Uh, That team had the second-best record in the Western Conference last regular season. So I think that this is awesome, and I'm just really excited to see where the franchise goes from here. I'm almost wondering if we need to change the name of the podcast, Jason, because uh, it might as well have been the Fire Gar Packs podcast, right? Like, I had made it my personal mission with the platform I have at SBNation.com and on Twitter to get John Paxson fired. That's all I wanted to do with my career was to get Paxson out. And while Paxson isn't fired, it doesn't seem like he even wants to have much influence in the organization anymore. I hope that's an accurate assessment. Uh, and because of that, this is a day of celebration in Chicago. Yeah, can we say mission accomplished here? Even though like the Bulls really haven't accomplished anything, but I mean, your goal of firing John Paxson basically accomplished, right? Yeah, <laughs> <Maybe>. hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely a big day here in Chicago. Before we go any further, let's take a quick word from our sponsor, Bet Online. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, sells hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online is live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can also still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. It's all open 24 hours a day and all online. So use that promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your new welcome bonus. It's bet online, your online wagering solution. Right, we are back. Cash Considerations, a Chicago Bulls podcast, talking about a glorious day here in the city of Chicago with the Bulls finalizing a deal with Denver Nuggets GM Arturis Karnaschovas to be their new executive VP taking over for John Paxson. And I guess besides what we've already talked about, I guess we talk about how they're going to revamp the front office scouting and all that. And I believe you briefly mentioned the coaching staff. So that obviously brings us to our next favorite punching bag. That'd be one Jim Boylan. Uh, I mean, we have to assume Boylan is like out immediately. I know Joe Cowley reported this morning, a source saying that like Boylan's worried that he's, that he's going to lose his job, but he wants to at least get a chance to talk to the new uh, front o- to the new to to Connor Shovis, the new guys in the front office about possibly staying. I mean, I would assume that that's going to be if if Connor Shovis isn't going to come out and fire whatever Garpex, that moving on to firing Boylan is the next move, right? Assuming that is the case, they will need a new coach. I haven't looked at like any in depth 
coaching things. Obviously, like Kenny Atkinson is sitting out there, and he's did a good job developing the Nets before the superstars came in and basically kind of ran them out. It seems like I know I know Karnasovas has links to Adrian Griffin, former Bull. They played together at Seton Hall. Um, obviously, we know that you want to get rid of Boylan right away. Is there anybody on your list of coaches who you'd like to see them bring in? I think you mentioned the two top guys. Atkinson seems like he should be a hot commodity around the league. What Atkinson accomplished being the Nets head coach from the low point of their rebuild is very similar to what the Bulls are hoping to accomplish, accomplish with this rebuild, right? Like, uh tear it down, get it to a place where the franchise's image has been rehabbed, and you can actually sign superstar-level free agents. And the thing I wrote for SBNation.com on four ways Karnaschovas can save the Bulls, one of them is just by rebuilding their image, right? Like, the Bulls have been a fucking punchline around the league for the last few years uh, that has never been distilled more than in their struggles in free agency. So if this guy can actually deliver Chicago a premier free agent, I mean, oh my God, we would hail him as the king, right? <laughs> so uh, that's not going to happen until you just rehab the entire image of the franchise. And I think getting a new head coach in a good head coach is the best way to do it. So whether it's Atkinson, whether someone like Adrian Griffin, I think that they should cast a wide net. They should try to get as many new and fresh perspectives as possible in the mix in terms of who Karnaschovas wants to hire. And this guy's been around the game for a long time. As you went into his playing career uh, briefly at the top of this podcast, he had a proud college basketball career at Seton Hall, played in the Olympics multiple times, his strong international collection, uh, connections hailing from Lithuania. So, yeah, cast a wide net, see what you can do, hire a top candidate, don't be influenced by money, and get the best person possible because – Boylan set the bar so low as a head coach. You really could not lead the franchise any worse than the way Paxson and Boylan did. So just the fact that we have fresh perspective is so exciting. Now nail this coaching hire. And Paxson hired some good coaches in his heyday. Let's let's not uh, make any mistake about that. Thibodeau was a brilliant coaching hire. Skiles was very good at the time. But he also blew it with Boylan and Hoiberg uh, and with you know some of the other guys before them. So to me... Just hire the best guy possible. Don't go cheap. That's the most important thing in this rebranding of the Bulls to me. Like, let Karnaschovas have the financial flexibility to hire who he wants to. That requires a commitment from the Reinsdorfs. And what I'm hoping is that the Reinsdorfs are seeing the reaction to this move, seeing the optimism and the joy that the city of Chicago has today, and that that will motivate them to open up the purse strings a little bit and to let Karnaschovas run the show how he wants to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're the they're in a big market. They can't. This definitely. You're trying to revamp everything. You got. You can't cheap out on this stuff. And the good the news is, it doesn't seem like they're going to. I, I guess Karnaschovas is, is again. They didn't go for like a huge fish, which fine. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. So it's not like they're. I'm assuming they're probably not paying Artie here a ton of money. But it does seem like again that they're going to expand a lot here in this front office. They're going to make multiple hires. Gonna really build up the scouting staff. I just saw that they're gonna inter- they, they interviewed Nazi Muhammad for a front office role, which is kind of great. I, I think he's working in OKC. I just saw Casey Johnson reported, so we'll definitely just cast a wide net for as many guys as you, as you can. I know I was reading stuff. No, on his new Patreon, just kind of wrote like a little this kind of background on Karnaschovas, and that he's always willing to take in all these different diverse perspectives uh, with stuff like that. So yeah, hire, look into as many, get as much of an info as you can. Get as many perspectives as you can. Don't cheap out, and hopefully that they then hopefully they hire a winner at head coach. 
Um, moving past that, you look at quickly we just the roster in general. I mean, obviously we've kind of talked about some of these guys. Karnaschovas in Denver like did pretty well. They obviously did what pretty well building a young core over there. They got Jokic, Jamal Murray, Gary Harris was really good before injuries kind of slowed him down. Uh, I mean, just get Malik Beasley turned into a, is a pretty good player. I know they traded him, but I mean, just a really solid team there. Obviously, so then you look, so you look at the Bulls roster right now, and they've obviously they have some nice pieces. They've struggled to win games in recent years. Would do you think he's going to come in here and look to like blow things up and trying to kind of start over and do a whole new rebuild, kind of better suited to what his vision is? Like, I don't know exactly what his vision is. Like, as a front as a lead front office guy, like he has he's never run his own front office, but. I guess just knowing what you know about his background, I know, again, he worked for Daryl Morey. He has he is pretty aggressive when it comes to trade proposals. Obviously, he fleeced the Bull. He was part of the Nuggets front office fleecing the Bulls in the Doug McDermott trade and all that kind of stuff. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? Do you think he's going to come out and kind of be, once if he, assuming he fires Boylan and they get a new coach, do you think he's going to let them let them see um, or let kind of see what this young core has under a new coach? Or do you think he's going to come and just kind of blow stuff? Up well, I think that one thing Karnashova should definitely do is be aggressive in the trade market. He was under Daryl Morey in Houston, saw firsthand the value of being aggressive in the trade market can have for a franchise. And I think that, you know, one of the best things about getting a new pair of eyes on the roster is that everyone gets a fresh evaluation. So he no longer has to be beholden to some of these guys just because of how they arrived in town. Uh, looking at the salary cap sheet, the Bulls don't have much financial flexibility in the offseason of 2020. We know that. They will have some flexibility in the offseason right. of 2021, but you have Lowry Markkinen's potential extension hanging over the franchise. So I think that, you know, this core is going to get broken up, and quite frankly, the Bulls don't have much to lose, even if they do get really aggressive selling off pieces. I mean, they haven't even won 35% of their game since they traded Jimmy Butler in any single season. Uh, we know that they've picked number seven overall in the draft the last three years, and if the season ended today, they would be number seven in the lottery odds once again. So uh, here's the thing. like, Even if you do trade off Zach Levine, Lowry Markkinen, Kobe White, Wendell Carter, any of these guys, I mean, you don't have much to lose, right? So I think that let this guy remake the roster in his image how he wants to. Don't worry about the, how the guys got here and give him a fresh evaluation because I do think that, you know, there's some, some things to like about the young core pieces in place. Uh, I think a lot of people were intrigued by Kobe White. My favorite piece on the team would be Wendell Carter. I would hope that Karnaschovas would see uh, some of the traits that have made Jokic so special. Now, Carter isn't nearly the passer or the brilliant ball handler that Jokic is. Jokic is just incredible. But, you know, perhaps the idea of how they can best be deployed is similar in a lot of ways. So uh, I would hope Carter stays around, but hell, I mean, if Carter gets traded, I'm not going to cry about it because I trust this guy. Uh, If nothing else, just give the roster a fresh evaluation and... You know, if if you need to be aggressive in the trade market, so be it. Yeah, absolutely. No, nobody should be untouchable. They got to do what they can. Like if he if he does want to give him a little waiting period and see how things like the start of ne- whenever basketball starts up again. Sure, why not? Like I said, I'm not going to rip him for that either. I do think they have to make some type of moves. Like obviously, even if you don't move any core guys, probably look around 
to swap some guys out on the fringe of the core. Like, I mean, if you look at trying to trade Otto Porter Jr., Thaddeus Young, Tomas Sadoransky, like nobody should be safe. I'm assuming he's going to make at least some type of moves. He's not going to just bring back the same roster and hope that with a new coach that everything's just going to automatically get better. There's going to be some kind, some tinkering there. It's just a matter of just how much it is right off the bat. Uh, so I, I'm not going to say that he's definitely going to come out and come like blow some things up by whatever trading Lowry or trading Zach, but I mean, it, would it surprise me if he does? Absolutely not. And like you said, I don't think anybody should really care if they do. Like I know, like I, I mean, I've become more of a Zach Levine fan this season, and like whatever. I liked Lowry. I have a Lowry jersey, so I'm like I'm a fan of him. But obviously, he's he hasn't really developed, and the team hasn't won games, and Zach has never been on a winner. So like if yeah, if they choose that. It, to, to make if he comes in and chooses to blow things up, I'm behind that as well. I mean, it's, we we've been calling for basically a new, fresh start, fresh direction for a long time. So he, if he actually wants to come in and have that full autonomy and all that, and really just start anew, go go for it, man. I'll I'll let you I'll let you have it because this this rebuild hasn't worked so far. So like you said, really just nothing to lose there. Uh, what what else do you want to see from this front office, Jason? And uh, you know, how quickly do you think the roster will get overturned? I'm looking at. The Timberwolves' new leadership, Gerson Rosas, I believe is how you pronounce his name. He took over that franchise ahead of last season. And, uh, you know, they swung a big deal for D'Angelo Russell. They turned over quite a bit of that roster at the trade deadline. So how quickly do you anticipate that will happen? And, you know, what else do you want to see from from Karnaschovas uh, in the weeks ahead and even in the first year of his tenure? Um. I mean, obviously, besides the new coach, and just, I mean, we want to see them build up the front office, obviously, again, and in terms of, like, the roster, like, again, kind of just what I, what I said, like, I don't, like, have, like, a, I wouldn't say I have a specific, like, set of, like, he has, come on, like, has to do this with certain players, he has to make some changes, uh, do I think he, like, has to trade Zach or Lowry? No. He probably should look to maybe consult, if, possibly consolidate guys and be on the lookout for maybe like a big big trade if if you want to try to consolidate a few of these guys into a bigger like trade to get a bigger star because obviously we they still need a legitimate bona fide star uh you talked about him possibly getting somebody in free agency that won't happen until 2021 possibly that's when they'll have more cap space and i mean no one wants to probably come to the bulls now i mean free agency in general just kind of who knows what's going to happen this year it's the class isn't great so I mean, I don't, I don't think he necessarily has to come in here guns blazing in terms of the roster. Like, if he does, again, that's totally fine with me. Um, I'd have to look through it closer, though, to see, like, an actual wish list of, like, here's what I absolutely, like, want him to do. Because I don't necessarily have that right now. Like, if there's one move that you would like to see him make right now, like, do you have one? Like, do you think he, like, has to trade one of these guys? Has to, like, blow up things to a certain degree? I agree with you in terms of like there's not really one big move I want to see right now. I'm just excited for a fresh perspective. And, uh, you know, you mentioned a big consolidating trade for a star level player. I think that would be really exciting. I guess, you know, you want one big move. How about signing Jokic? He'll be a free agent in 2024. He has a strong rapport with Jokic. Jokic's game isn't exactly based on athleticism. So I'm hoping that it ages well. Give me Jokic. That'll be the move I want. There you go. There we go. There we go. All right, I think we're going to wrap up here on this emergency podcast um, of cash considerations after the Bulls make their big hire of Arturis Karnaschovas, Denver Nuggets GM, new executive vice president of basketball operations in Chicago. It's a great day. Probably going to celebrate a bit later tonight, have a few drinks. I had a nice little nightcap last. I was just kind of 
doing some work last night when this news dropped and had to go make a little drink just to celebrate. So definitely going to have a few, uh, a few nice cold ones later to celebrate this big day in Chicago with the Bulls finally having some new leadership in place. Uh, we Again, I mentioned this earlier, our next pod, we will be having TJ McBride. He's a Blue Wire Nuggets podcaster. He will be giving some Nuggets perspective so he can give you a little bit more information on our on our guy, Arturis Karnaschovas now, our guy Artie here. So be on the lookout for that in the next couple days. Uh, but for now, as always, uh, rate and review us wherever you listen to your pods. We're on Google, Google Play, Citrus, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. As always, go check out all the other great pods on the Blue Wire Network. Even though there's no sports happening right now, we're still pumping out content by the day. So tons of great stuff, even if you're not looking for bull stuff. But we got stuff from a bunch of other sports out there. So we will talk to you guys in a couple days. It's been Cash Considerations. Chicago Bulls Podcast brought to you by Bet Online. We'll talk to you guys in a few days. Bye.